hidden in every storybook, upside down and backwards round, tucked within the afterward lie the secrets dark and true that fill the pages of the Book of Scary. The dark ship drove hard and fast, driven by hell winds to crush the little sailboat into flotsam. What will we do? Pig despaired. There was no hope of maneuvering out of the way, and Pig had never learned to swim. We have to jump, said Leap. Climb onto my back, I'll carry you. There was no time to think beyond those precious seconds. The pair dove into the inky black sea with naught but a prayer, as the demon vessel obliterated their pitiful craft. But where would they go now? Leap could not swim forever. Their food was gone, and without a boat, they were destined to drown. By miracle or design, Pig noticed a rope trailing in the water from the side of the ship. Without another thought, she grabbed it as it passed and hoisted herself up. What are you doing? Leap shouted. Don't you know what's up there? Maybe we'll die if we go up there, said Pig, but we definitely will if we don't. Come on! Up they climbed, brutalized by sudden winds, the freezing sea spray lashing their faces. At long last, they reached the top, threw themselves over the side of the ship and fell, exhausted, onto the sodden deck. At first, there was no sign of anything living or dead. For a moment, Pig and Leap held hope that their eyes had deceived them in the mist. Here, the weather was calm. Dark, yes, but quiet. The ship's bell clanged solemnly with the motion of the sea, its wasted sails idly flapped, taut ropes groaned, wet wood creaked, and Pig thought, this is the sound of aloneness. Then the fog rolled in again. Between every wispy tendril of mist, shapes formed and faded and formed anew. Shapes like the creatures Pig had once seen in a dream, the hairless creatures, the true masters of this ship. No longer could Pig doubt the existence of the ghosts of men. They stood before her, looking at her without eyes, threatening without tongues. And there were hundreds of them. I think I made a mistake, Pig whispered. Probably not as bad as the one I'm about to make, said Leap. Then he stood up and, after a moment's hesitation, walked directly to the dead men. Leap, Pig cried. No! Leap lifted his head to the moon and howled. It curdled Pig's blood to hear it, and yet there was something almost regal about the sound. It was the sound of ages past, the sound of mystery, and most certainly of death. Pig saw the ghosts, blood-hungry even in their dead forms, pause at Leap's voice. Then, all at once, they made horrible faces of rage and ravenousness, and they rushed for the young wolf. Pig couldn't watch anymore. This is the end, she thought, weeping into her hooves, and it's all been for nothing. She heard Leap yelp, then heard his claws scrape the deck as he ran back from the advancing specters. He howled again, louder and longer. This time was different. Pig peeked through her hooves and was astonished to see the ghosts hovering in place, still contemplative. Then they turned away and faded into the mist, leaving the wolf unharmed. Soon after, the ship began to turn, though there was no one at the helm. It can't be, thought Pig. But the ship's compass would confirm what she already knew. The vessel had changed course for the elephant lands. It's all right now, said Leap. His voice, for a moment, was an old wolf's voice. Then he laughed and said, that was a close one. 
He grinned, finally returning to his usual self, but Pig could see he was troubled. I don't understand anything, she said. Father Longtail says the dead men are servants of the Shadowbringer, Leap explained. If the Master's the Shadowbringer, and he has Wolfkind serving him, then that must mean the Man-Ghosts will listen to wolves too. I hoped it did anyway, so I used the old tongue. All wolves know it. it. It's how we speak to each other when we don't want others to understand. What did you say to them? asked Pig. At this, Leap's ears fell back. I said I was the servant of the Master, and you were my prisoner, he said shyly. He walked over to her and whispered, I didn't want to, but it was the only way. I told them not to harm us and to take us to the elephant lands. I can't believe it was that easy, said Pig. She wondered if it truly was so simple. After all, it was the wolves of the Master's Legion who murdered her brothers, and even they were afraid of the ghosts. Yeah, pretty lucky, huh? said Leap. Pig suspected there was more he wasn't telling her. But after the past few days, she didn't care to ask. She just wanted to reach their destination alive. The Elder Mouse had said the Elephant Lands were safe, and the Rhinoceros King was a friend. She dreamed of them when at last she gave in to sleep. Her dreams were simple and happy. But safety was not the picture that greeted her when the sun rose the next morning to reveal the Elephant Coast ahead. Instead, she saw an imposing carpet of tall, dark trees. Before the trees was a narrow, sandy beach, and on the beach stood rows upon rows of tall wooden poles bearing the bodies of a hundred dead beasts. 